0: podcast is presented by miscreant records
1: you can find us on twitter at miscreant pods and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod records at gmail.com
0: miscreants roll out grr, 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 grr. what's up everybody welcome back to the miscreants on the moon podcast as always uh it's me jacobus prime and with me once again hayden b say hello to everybody hayden b
1: I don't I don't I can't do like a radio voice. Ah, it damn it, like I was hoping K1. you
0: would. I was hoping you would.
1: <laughs> I don't I can't do I just can't do that. And like I don't know how I would do that. Sorry. I was I'm hoping sorry, you would just guys. say a quote. I know. Oh, so gosh. I did
0: one billion percent put you on the spot with that, but so <laughs> I'm glad that we both thought about you doing the same thing. And it is kinda of funny that it just didn't happen.
1: I just sat there and I was like, <laughs> How do I how do I make a radio voice? I don't I don't know I how saw to do that.
0: I saw the panic in your eyes. I wish this was a video podcast so everyone else could have seen <laughs> I, was, I was looking up,
1: like, the topic that we're doing because I have it pulled up on my phone. I was pulling up the same article and you pull that on me and I'm like, oh, God.
0: <laughs> oh. So, um, to get into oh, it I today, is there any news? Is there news? Man, I don't know. <laughs> Spider-Man's not making that much money. That's news. Yeah. It, it made it like no
1: one no longer number one now.
0: Yeah, it made like what? Didn't it make like ninety million opening weekend domestic and then dropped? It's like to like something f- now. forty something
1: or some forty something maybe. I know it was like a fifty barely beat it like but at sixty yeah. so.
0: It was like a fifty-two percent drop, which is <sighs> not great. I mean, it's not that abnormal, but
1: a lot of, like it's big for an animated movie yeah
0: that is the that is the like the the touchy issue with like summer blockbusters is their longevity is not that long when it comes to being at the top of the box office just because every week there's something coming out because it's like you know it was like fast x then the little mermaid then spider-verse then transformers then i think is next week the Flash.
1: I thought Flash came out like beginning of July.
0: I could be wrong. I don't know. It's like either. well, regardless, it's like Flash, Indiana Jones. Yeah, There's I a little think. bit of a break in July, I think, until like, oh wait, no, no, because then it's Mission Impossible, a movie that I don't really care about. Oppenheimer, which and
1: is Barbie, are both in yeah, July.
0: Yeah. Which is well, I was I, thought, I was going to say I thought there was like a week or two break, but no, it's it's um after indiana jones and it's like immediately um mission impossible and then you know you follow that up with like um, two
1: weeks later oppenheimer.
0: oppenheimer i think i think it's one week i think there might be a one week break because i know that mission impossible comes out and then a week later that's when oppenheimer and barbie come out because um tom cruise was all upset that Mission Impossible only gets a week in IMAX theaters. He oh, was at he was asking for Barbie and Oppenheimer to like get pushed back <laughs> which is strange to me. The, this close to time. Yeah. I mean I guess it could happen
1: but. I mean, Mission Impossible will probably lose it. <sighs> the box office to both those movies if I had to guess but Barbie's gonna win. Cause it's not rated R.
0: <laughs> oh yeah I mean Barbie's gonna be the top yeah for sure I mean especially with the amount of people that are seeing them both like me on yeah. the same day I don't know if I'm um, on the
1: same day but I'm gonna try to see both
0: I'm gonna try so I've got some friends I know shocking um <laughs> but <laughs> a loathed miscreant like myself with friends maybe or maybe they're just using me sorry to let you into the depths of my that this is dumb. Uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna go like we're gonna go see Barbie. We're gonna go grab, walk over to one of the restaurants near the theater, grab some food, go back, watch Oppenheimer as a palate cleanser, go home. Um, <laughs>
1: palate cleanser.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's the way to go. I th- I think that there's a legitimate chance that Barbie is more fucked than Oppenheimer. That's my big swing for the fence. Maybe it's because I already know what is, exactly what's going to happen in Oppenheimer. Rated. Because I, it's PG-13? PG? I don't know. I, P, probably PG. I
1: don't think it'll be messed up then. I think there'll be I underlying think, messed up themes.
0: Well, yeah. I meant like the, the plot. The underlying plot is going to be. I think part of this is just because I already know exactly how the story of Oppenheimer plays out. I read the book mm-hmm. that this is like. it hasn't come out and openly said that it's based off, but I've read like the Oppenheimer biography. Yeah. So I I know exactly like how his life pans out. I know what's going down. (laughs) So I get it. I'm really excited for both of these movies. Yeah. But then after, after those come out, I don't really think
1: blue beetles in August or something.
0: Eh, I don't care about that. Ninja turtles comes out August 2nd. So I think after Oppenheimer and Barbie, there are a couple of weeks. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, summer blockbusters are hard to to sustain. Um it, it's 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 difficult. It's an animated kids movie sort of. It's an animated movie at least that kids can enjoy. There were a bunch of kids seeing it when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Also a bunch of kids seeing Transformers. Um but oh. the Mario movie is still in theaters and it's doing the Puss in Boots thing of like still just making money
1: it's at like 1.3 bill isn't it
0: (laughs) yeah no it's yes um but like puss in boots was making like i think like a million dollars a day or something Mm -hmm. for months it came out in december and pretty much until march when the mario movie came out it was making like a million dollars a day at its trough Mm -hmm. so it's and isn't coming, like,
1: to streaming really soon,
0: too? Like, same with... Co- oh, it's, it's, Fast it's been on streaming. Oh, isn't... Wait, what coming to streaming?
1: Isn't, like, the new Fast movie coming to streaming pretty soon, too?
0: Yeah, the Fast and Furious movie is coming to streaming next week. Um, it's crazy. I hate that trend. It's been, honestly. Like two
1: months since those movies came out. Yeah. You can keep making money in the theater.
0: Be, people are still going to see the Fast and Furious. It's still making money. I mean, it's, like... Like I said, summer blockbuster season, new stuff is always coming out. So you're going to take a big hit, Mm. but it's still making money. Um, it's, It's a trend that started during the pandemic that I think needs to go away. Personally, I think that before movies come out on streaming, I think they should come out on streaming and DVD at the same time. I think you should give them like six months. Mm-hmm. after they're in the theater that's fair give them some exclusivity back bring back like the dollar movie theaters which they probably wouldn't actually be a dollar anymore like they were when we were younger but the movie theaters that are just dedicated for playing movies during that six month period that the big theaters like they've fallen off of those but they still just want to be out for a little while so people can go see them at a discounted rate in the theater I'm not saying, you know, because back in the 70s, 80s, even the 90s, maybe even the early 2000s, you'd have a movie come out of the theater and it wouldn't be available on VHS or DVD for two or three years. Mm-hmm. I don't want that back, but I think that like six months is a solid, a solid amount of time. I, I don't, people just are starting to hate movie theaters, which I don't understand because <laughs> there's no place I'd rather be than in a movie theater. Um, but yeah, Spider-Verse is coming out on streaming. They released, somebody leaked something that was like July 17th and then one of the, one of the people that made it, I forget which one they tweeted and they were like, no, it's going to be August at the earliest. So -hmm. that's not really true. It's going to be at least two months, which is fine, I guess. I mean... But yeah, it, it did take a significant like decrease mm-hmm. in the amount of money it made from one weekend to the other. I think it is a bit of a shame. Um, I think that this mo- like they're seeing this as a movie that's underperforming. Mm-hmm. It also kind of makes me worry that they're going to take the wrong lessons from that. <laughs> because they haven't started... I don't know if we talked about this last week or not, but the sequel is coming out in March...
1: Yeah, and they haven't started it. Like, and like, none of the voice acting stuff, either. Yeah.
0: I know we talked about the release date, but we didn't talk about that specifically. They said it took
1: them, like, six years or something. Or not six, it did, like, four years to complete the chase scene in the last Spider-Man movie.
0: Yeah. so like, There was a five-year gap between Into the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> and I thought, when they dropped this release date, that it was going to be, like, a nine-month wait. That they had started I assume they've started animating some stuff, sure. But um, I think Haley Steinfeld said that they hadn't started Mm -hmm. voice acting. Um, So that's wild. That makes me think that this next one is not going to be that good, which is worrying. And then especially if they see this drop in the box office stuff, if they panic and release it on streaming early if they just panic and learn the wrong lessons and pivot in the wrong ways. I don't know, man. You know, you can never to feel too safe with Sony in the driver's seat when it comes to making movies. Never. It's especially worrisome since... We talked about it last week, but a lot of how Across the Spider-Verse holds up is how they execute a lot of the stuff in the third movie. So not only could the third one be bad, but it could also kind of diminish the value of the predecessors. I think into the spider verse will hold up regardless. Mm -hmm. I think that movie stands on its own enough, but with this one setting up so much for that third installment, I think that that is, if the third one's bad, this one will also be like retroactively ruined which Mm -hmm. sucks but yeah we'll see man i mean i i the voice acting thing really worries me i don't know how far along they are on animation but like they made a really good sequel but they took their time to do it giving somebody five years to make an animated movie versus nine months is a big difference i agree yeah but (laughs) five years but we'll I mean we'll have to wait and see but it's maybe they like developed the technology enough to how they do this
1: I don't know to animate it quicker I don't know I don't know how that works
0: they they might like I said they might already have a lot of it animated but a lot of the animation around characters faces and like during like, during dialogue scenes if they haven't recorded the voice lines yet, the faces of the characters can't be animated for these scenes because you match the animation to the voice, to the voices like you can try to go the other way around, but it's very difficult and it really pins down the voice actor or actress doesn't give them much room to, to like enunciate the way they want to, to like let the scenes flow and stuff like that. So It's doable, but it's 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 getting pretty worrisome. Yeah. Especially since there's a lot riding on this next one. We Like <laughs> I said, we talked about it. If you want to listen to our episode last week, we did our Across the Spider-Verse review. Uh, we get into the specifics of why, but... Yeah, there's a lot of things that this second one does that... Look good now, but could easily be undermined and undercut and kind of ruined if the next one is bad this isn't one of those things where it's like you can kind of stop here and Mm. feel satisfied there's a lot of the stuff that this second one sets up that is like to have a proper story with a good conclusion and good arcs and everything you have to have a follow-up and you know uh i don't know i'm just getting worried about that
1: that's fair. I mean, it, it's very troublesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, speaking of Fast X, uh, the next one got a release date. Okay. <laughs> Which is... Oh, let me go. I texted somebody about this. Let's see. Oh, I deleted those messages. Whoops. <laughs> Fast 11 release date. I hope it never comes out April fourth, twenty twenty five. At least over. Seth's. So no, oh yeah, it's like two years, which is funny. Um, the reason I bring this up so early is a two year window. It's you know it's what they've been doing for the past like five. Ever since Fast Five, they give it two years and they release a new one. That's mm. kind of what people expected. Um, it's not. It's moving a bit earlier. Uh, Fast Nine was released in June. And then um, this one was released in May. They're going back to April for this one. The big thing about this that kind of worries me about the box office performance is that another movie also releases on this day. Do you want to guess what that movie's going to be? In April of 2024?
1: 2025. 2025. Is it a Marvel movie? No. Is it an
0: Avatar movie? No, nah, let's just say that we'll be having a little Jason Momoa double feature on this oh. day.
1: Is that
0: Aquaman two? No, Aquaman two is coming out this year, isn't it? It's supposed to. I'm just yeah. Thinking. What other movie is he in? Let me think. Oh,
1: what's is that your the favorite Minecraft movie? Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. So April fourth, yes. twenty twenty-five. I guess a few days after that, you'll get, you'll get a bone, a, a double review, a two for the price of one. We'll be reviewing the I'm Minecraft only watching movie. Minecraft. <laughs> That's only one I'm seeing. No, that's not okay. We'll go to the theater together. We'll go see Fast X first so you can't leave. And then Minecraft. Jesus. Oh. I, have- I think that Minecraft will be a worse movie. You heard it here first, folks.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about that movie at all. I have, I have- no idea what it is.
0: I just think it's wild that... Jason Momoa's two big movies of 2025 are coming out on the same day. <laughs> it reminds me of how John Wick 4 and The Matrix 4 were supp- were originally coming out on the same day.
1: It seemed like The Matrix came out first, didn't it?
0: Oh yeah, John Wick got pushed back by like a year, so...
1: I haven't... I still haven't seen the newest Matrix.
0: I, neither have I. But it's fine by all accounts. <laughs> sure. Um. But yeah, so... Let me look up uh, the Rise of the Beast box office. But yeah, so Spider Man took a bit of a hit. Um, and like you said, got taken out by. Um,
1: Transformers. By Transformers, yeah. Robots in disguise.
0: Which. <laughs> this didn't even do that well.
1: Um, yeah, like 60. 60, yeah, it was 60 million.
0: 60 million domestic. I'm not sure what the global box office is. But it, that is that's another thing about summer blockbusters is like <laughs> if a big movie comes out the week before, you know, you might not get that big of an opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, sixty million for this domestically opening weekend. I think it I think it's good. Um, only one of us has seen this movie, so we're not doing a traditional review of this. What we're talking about is a more overarching Transformers story, and it's what the hell is going on with the Transformers timeline? (laughs) Because between the two of us, we've seen all seven movies. Yes. But there are some that each of us haven't seen. So, Hayden, which ones have you seen? The first six. (laughs) <laughs> oh okay cool uh so okay so everyone but rise of the beasts okay that's yeah. that's honestly
1: none recently
0: you missed the best one it's tough <laughs> I don't, and
1: don't, man. i don't know man
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and i've seen the shia labeouf trilogy I've seen Bumblebee and I've seen Rise of the Beasts. I have not seen uh, Age of Extinction and yeah. The Last Night. I've not seen the two Mark Wahlberg ones. So originally, um, they did the five, the big five, and at the end of The Last Night, I think they said that Unicron was in Earth. Is that right?
1: They said that in the newest one?
0: No, in the fifth one. The one that you've seen and I haven't seen.
1: Yeah, and like spikes grew out of the ground.
0: Is that it? Okay. So, so yeah. Uh Is Anyone want in...
1: a dude in this? The newest one?
0: We'll get to that. We'll get to okay. that. So So largely the um Let's start with the original five.
1: Okay.
0: The original three, it's just like Pretty much Autobots versus Decepticons. Mm-hmm. First, they fight in California somewhere. I forget what city. San Francisco, maybe. I remember a scene of Shia LaBeouf running across a bridge, killing Megatron with the box.
1: I don't remember what city at all. Probably
0: yeah. And then the second one, they're fighting in Egypt. I remember yep. a dude climbing up a pyramid...
1: And then there's that giant monster transformer that's like five different things. Oh, like really the Constructicons.
0: One. Yeah. That that all form together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the third one is once again them fighting against Megatron. Uh, this time they have Sentinel Prime, which he flips sides, which is weird. But yeah. um.
1: Voice. I watched. Voice Spock. I forget what his name was. But that, not voice, but played Spock, the original. Leonard,
0: Leonard Nimoy?
1: That's him. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, so these three largely don't affect the timeline conversation we're going to be talking about today much. There is one big thing. We do see Bum-
1: the Autobots arrive on Earth in the first one. Except That's what I was about Bumblebee. to say. I don't know. Do we, do we see Bumblebee arrive? We see
0: everybody else. So in the first one, Bumblebee got sent ahead to scope out Earth. Yeah. So, but then during, so like in 2007, that's when, what is it? Ratchet, Jazz, Ironhide, Optimus Prime, and maybe somebody else it's show up. pretty much
1: all of them that I remember from it. Okay. Like all the Autobots.
0: Yeah. So they all show up in that movie. So, that is something that we'll get to later.
1: Also, Megatron Um, was frozen under ice.
0: So, Megatron was there, too. You're right. Apparently, Megatron's
1: had been there since 1897.
0: Yeah, but they've also been there since, like, King Arthur times. Apparently so. So. And the Egyptian times. Whatever came first. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, They just keep pushing... That is funny how, like, in every subsequent movie, they push the, the arrival date back a little bit. <laughs> they do. Um, yeah. So, in this one, they're here, like, very early. Um, like,
1: how early?
0: I don't know specifically, but, like, ancient times. Ancient underground civilization times. Okay. It's this timeline is complicated. We're just trying to lay it all out there. Is why we're fumbling, but we also haven't seen these movies in a long time. <laughs> but, uh, so the, the first three, the only thing that matters is the Autobots show up in 2007. Yeah. Maybe. Um, the next two, just <laughs> do these two have any significant future implications other than Unicron being in the earth?
1: I don't remember. So I guess you, the f- you said the original three and then the, but the next two,
0: yeah. So, so, one, so Age of Extinction and the Last Night.
1: Is that so? Megatron gets killed in the third one. He comes back as Galvatron, quote unquote. I think he's still Megatron, the same, same thing, same dude. Just Galvatron in this one or the, whatever next one he shows up in.
0: Which that happens, I think, in the original cartoon, Megatron dies during the movie, then comes back as Galvatron. I think. Been a long so, time. I've seen the entire original series, but it's been
1: this one's like, mainly about fifteen like, years. All transformers being hunted down, I think. Um, and there's dinosaurs in it for like there, thirty there minutes. Are dinobots, yeah. I don't. I, they. How did they get there? Uh, the creators, the ones that made like the. The auto, like the Autobot or the creators were the ones that made the Allspark that then made like the original like Cybertronians or whatever. Yeah. Um they sent transformium to the earth and I think that was what wiped out the dinosaurs in this. Okay. And, like it formed the dinosaurs. You mean
0: Energon? In, in,
1: they call it transformium, or, like transformium. Okay.
0: <laughs> Cuz there's Energon in this movie that's been on the earth for a long time.
1: transformium it says other it's they call it a seed is what it is or something i don't know
0: okay that's fine it
1: turns all organic life form life into transformers oh so the three dinosaurs that live from it crashing on the earth
0: okay so this is transformers (laughs) very different do the dinobots show up in the fifth one too like are they just kicking around still man i don't remember i loved the dinobots when i was a kid and yeah I never saw the two movies they were in because I was burnt out on this franchise after the third one.
1: That's fair enough, yeah. man.
0: Um, maybe I'll watch them one day. We keep there's a, threatening. I know there's a
1: Transformer Dragon in this one, in the fifth one. Yes,
0: I've seen clips of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so... The two that I really want to talk about are the two newer ones. So the original ones, they're hot garbage. The Transformers look like heaping piles of metal you can't tell who's who uh autobots arrive in 2007 and um unicron is the earth
1: yeah
0: (laughs) for context in the comics and tv shows and toys and everything unicron is a big transformer sort of who eats planets so Imagine um why can't I why can't I remember his name? Uh Galactus sort of. Yeah. Uh like from Marvel due to each planet. Just anybody who chows down on some planets, just imagine that. Um mm-hmm. same deal. They kind of wrote themselves I think what happened is the logical next step for it's also said in
1: this. Before we go on. In Dark of the Moon, which was the third one.
0: The, yeah.
1: It, it, apparently, it, like the final days of, of like the war on Cybertron were in 1961. Or like... Huh. 1960. So before so, we get into Bumblebee, I wanted to clarify that.
0: So, at the <laughs> end of the war on Cybertron, that is when... Bumblebee got sent. So in the Michael Bay movies, he got sent to Earth in the '60s, and everyone else followed well, that's in two thousand seven.
1: Like, that's when the that ship that lands on the backside of the moon crashes. it's nineteen sixty one?
0: That's the one that had Sentinel Prime on it, I think.
1: Yes, but it says the okay. final days of the war, so the, like the war was almost over. Okay. So Bumblebee was either there before it or like not very long after 1961.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't remember how Bumblebee opens. If he lands or not. So
0: Bumblebee opens with um Yeah, Bumblebee oh, opens. I found it. He crashed the lands war in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, so and doesn't it open with the war on Cybertron? Yes. Okay, so that
1: So the final days of this war has lasted 26
0: years. Okay, so what we're... (laughs) What we're getting at here is that Unicron being in the Earth wrote them into a corner because they were like, if Unicron escapes, the Earth gets destroyed. But the logical next step, now that you've introduced Unicron, is for them to fight Unicron. (laughs) So... (sighs) it's it's difficult. they panicked and they said we're making prequels now.
1: Yeah, they said this isn't a
0: reboot <laughs> but yeah, it, but it definitely is. This plot is it convoluted has- as hell. Um, we've already gotten into it. Bumblebee lands in 87 and that is when um, that is when uh, the war on cybertron ends and he escapes
1: yeah
0: and then bumblebee goes and has adventures on earth this movie i barely i don't really remember the plot i remember john Cena's is in it and i remember the biggest thing about this is well there's two things there were tri-changer like transformers there were the guys that could be robots planes and cars or motorcycles or whatever i thought that was cool they were the they were. I don't decepticons. remember decepticons they,
1: followed him. It says okay Shatter, they were decepticons cake.
0: yes yeah. they it's were the, like triple the triple
1: changers
0: yeah um they were the triple changers so they were decepticons interesting there's no decepticons in the new one um which is fine um and at the end of this one Optimus Prime is there
1: yeah. But nobody else, just so. him, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. So this is the first hint that everybody was like, maybe this is a reboot. Maybe. <laughs> um, so here's where we're at so far. Uh, the, the two branching ones are like, Bumblebee gets here in the 80s, in the Michael Bay universe optimus gets here in 2007 but in the prequels he gets here in the 80s but nobody else arrives cool Mm -hmm. um and at the time they were they kept megatron out of the movie because and like all of the other main decepticons because they were treating it like a prequel and he was frozen in ice and all this stuff in this next one I'm going to talk briefly about the new one there's not really any spoilers in this until later when I say a spoiler I will let you know when it's going to happen I'm going to do it towards the end because it doesn't have much to do with the timeline but it has a lot to do with what's going to happen moving forward Um, but in this one there are other Transformers other Autobots um i forget the new one's name mirage mirage rc bumblebee optimus prime um i feel like there is another one that we get to later that shows up i forget its name you're talking about the maximals no not the maximals um
1: i don't know (laughs) i haven't seen this one i'm sorry
0: yeah, no, yeah you're for, good for, for viewers, uh,
1: listener, or, sorry listeners not viewers
0: <laughs> Wheel Jack maybe I think Wheeljack Jack just shows up he's not with them in America but yeah so Wheeljack is the one that just shows up later on hmm. Um, so that's all fine and good because none of it's still like they're I don't know if they're trying to still make it a prequel and just retcon the fact that Op- Optimus Prime was here at the time because they're not reusing any other Transformers.
1: Yeah.
0: RC? Sort of. In the Michael Bay movies, there are there's a Transformer called RC who is actually three different motorcycles yeah um but this one rc is just one Uh, Mm um one thing i really like about this and bumblebee as well bumblebee only had like the three transformers in it the the two decepticons and bumblebee i think yeah bumblebee was the only transformer that you could tell who it was at any given point in the michael bay movies i think um I feel like but orders, in, you
1: could just like the ones with pretty distinctive colors, you know, blue and red. And then what was the medic's name?
0: Ratch Ratchet.
1: Ratchet. But his color changed over time too to like a more neutral color. Instead of yeah. like the green he started out as. Like if he kept mm. green, you know. He but just Ironhide was just a black truck, you know.
0: All of the Decepticons were indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Autobots too. So whenever fight scenes were going on. You couldn't tell who was who. In Bumblebee. And then even more so in this one. It's very clear. What Transformer is what at any given moment. Even with. Uh, I There's not Decepticons. But the Terracons are here. They're the ones who work for. Unicron. Um, and. Even them they do have more of like a grayscale type color. There's three main ones, but they're still distinguishable. There's one that has like some some purple and pink stuff. <clears throat> she is easy to spot out. There's a uh, Scourge who is pretty gray, but then like the other um, the other guy Reek, I think his name is, he is um more brownish so Mm -hmm. you can tell even the villains apart so that is a major step up that i cannot stress enough that is probably a significant reason why this is my favorite transformers movie out of the live action ones Mm -hmm. um but no that's that's great but i think they they still haven't made it clear whether this is a prequel or a sequel not not a a prequel or a reboot
1: yeah.
0: So that's where we're at currently. We're about <laughs> to get into the big the big thing that makes me think they've just rebooted the franchise. Okay. Um do you remember roughly when they said Unicron became the Earth? Was it like the formation of the Earth?
1: Let me look at this page I have pulled up. Um, let's see.
0: I feel like it. <laughs> it's in the King Arthur movie, so I feel like either Unicron came in during King Arthur times, or
1: the and knights were there. Okay, as of like four hundred and eighty-four A.D. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just, I want to know when Unicron became a part of the Earth, and I bet I could find this out in the movie. I bet they say it, but I just don't know. <laughs> because according to this, Unicron is still just a big, a guy, in a like a big guy in a big spaceship in 1994.
1: Just a big big, and big spaceship.
0: He comes to earth in 94 and starts to put his little like spikes in earth with the purpose of eating it not becoming earth but then obviously the good guys win and he doesn't get to do that. Okay. <laughs> so that is like the big the big difference that they still won't commit to this being a reboot and not a and not a prequel but
1: So, was he just a normal Transformer in, like, the old cartoon?
0: He was a really, really big Transformer that ate planets. So, he was, like... He was a Transformer, but he was huge. He was, like, planet-sized. Or bigger than a
1: planet. So, like, his mouth was perfect for Earth. Just to take a bite out of.
0: Uh, I think he, like, sucked planets in. I don't think his mouth was planet-sized, but he was big. Um, I think, like, he himself was roughly planet-sized.
1: Yeah, okay. Odd. So does he just curl up in a ball at the end of this and become the Earth?
0: No, no he doesn't.
1: <laughs> the Earth started in
0: 1994. <laughs> he, he he gets defeated and goes away. <laughs> okay. So... so <laughs> people were willing to look the other way. When it was just Optimus Prime showing up a little bit earlier. But now there's this huge divergence that we've talked about. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think... uh, Who makes these movies? Is it Universal? Hasbro? I mean, yeah, but like, isn't it through Universal Studios?
1: I don't know if it's... Uh, yeah, They. I mean, they have a Transformers right there, so I would assume... Okay, Universal then...
0: Band. Yes, so through Universal Studios, um, there were like 15 studios, like the little logos at the beginning of this movie. There were so many. There were so (laughs) many. many There was like Hasbro, Hasbro, then I think Universal, then like 15 more. It was wild. (laughs) Um, Look
1: at all of our animators, guys.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this one, it has like the basic stuff that all these movies do where... They're like, the Maximals have been here since ancient, like, sometime, something BC. I forget what they said. Um, specifically, they they dated an artifact, and it was like, oh, this is older than this civilization. Um,
1: they were there on prehistoric Earth. It says they took shelter on prehistoric Earth.
0: Yeah. So, the Maximals, they... Uh, their earth their their planet gets destroyed it gets eaten by Unicron and he's looking for a key that lets him like fast travel but the the remaining maximals use that key to get to earth and they break it up and the movie's about Unicron sending his fellow sending his terracons to get oh, the key
1: so instead of just dismantling it why wouldn't they just destroy the
0: key I don't know that that, so we're there that for is up, of years. that is this brought is up. That is brought up in this movie. Earth. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, one of the human characters. Um, there is, Anthony Ramos plays like the new, um, main guy. Yeah, the new main guy, and then Dominique Fishback plays Elena, who is a intern at a museum. Uh, she finds the key and it sends a beam up in the sky that only transformers can see. Mm-hmm. So then Optimus Prime is like calling all Autobots. And it's like the three Autobots they show up and he's like we got to get the key so we can get back to Cybertron and win the war. So the war's not over. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um the final
1: moments of like the final parts of the war were 7 years ago.
0: That's something that when I you forgot.
1: Said
0: <laughs> yeah uh the war is not over um they just it's like optimus prime got this group of autobots to leave cybertron and now they're stuck on earth and he wants to get them back home so they can win the war is what he's trying to do now um okay that's why like
1: the first place
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know anthony ramos is trying to destroy the key so unicron can't get to earth Optimus Prime is trying to rebuild the key so he can get back to Cybertron. They have the conversation where it's like, we're not so different, you and I. Um, Okay. We're both... It always happens. Yeah. Like, we both just want to protect our world. Anthony Ramos has a chance to destroy the key, but he doesn't because Optimus Prime, who was fighting Terrorcons, comes out of nowhere at the exact right time and is like, hey, please don't destroy the key. And Anthony Ramos is like, I need to. And then Optimus is like, but you don't have to. And then Anthony Ramos is like, okay, I won't. And that wasted time allows the Terracons to grab the key (laughs) and start bringing Unicron to Earth.
1: Are we sure this is the best one? (laughs) This sounds pretty bad.
0: (laughs) It's not that I think I gave it like three stars, but it's still the best Transformers movie (laughs) um so (laughs) i think it's worth watching there's one moment at the very end that i'm going to talk about later because it also adds a whole new layer of what the hell is going on to this timeline um (laughs) uh, but we'll get to that in a minute yeah the true the the key ends up getting destroyed so optimus prime mirage and the others bumblebee rc and wheeljack get stuck are still stuck on earth so the war on cybertron will be lost without them like it usually is that um lost
1: anyways what <laughs> don't they just lose anyways every time
0: I I think it's like a lose I think both sides lose I think cybertron just gets destroyed Tough. is what happens and that's why decepticons and Autobots are both on earth is what usually happens yeah Um, sometimes you go back to Cybertron and it's fine, and they're just fighting on Cybertron, but usually they're on Earth because Cybertron is destroyed. Um, but, yeah, so the big difference is in the Michael Bay ones, they end up with a bunch of Transformers on Earth, and Unicron is the Earth. The Earth. In this one, um there are a couple transformers on earth seemingly no decepticons i think that the two triple changers die at the end of bumblebee so they're not here it's just the terrorcons which they die as well they still haven't fixed optimus prime's character you know how in the michael bay ones optimus prime is always like oh i'm i'm going to kill you And he has all those iconic lines. Yeah. There's a point in this movie where he and um, Optimus Primal, Mm. (laughs) which is the gorilla gorilla maximal, um, are fighting somebody. And Optimus Primal gets the killing blow in. And Optimus Prime looks at him and goes, He was mine. Which is funny because Optimus Prime just met this guy. And Optimus Primal's leader was killed by this guy. (laughs) So Optimus Primal definitely had more beef than Optimus Prime did with him. Tough. I also think it's hilarious that Optimus Primal is just named after Optimus Prime. And they address that in this movie. (laughs) he's like i was like
1: his descendant or some shit
0: no in this movie i okay in the original continuity yes it's a descendant from like thousands of years in the future or something okay in this movie optimus primal is like the maximals heard about your heroic deeds so i was named after you cool (laughs) um that's fine.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Also, I don't know. I was never a big, like, Beast Wars guy. Mm-hmm. I, I never really got into that stage of the Transformers continuity. So I don't know if this happens in the original show. But in this, eventually, all of the Maximals just transform from their animal forms to, like, robot forms. Which is wild to me
1: yeah
0: they're like maximals maximize and they all turn into like robot forms which seems less productive than like being a big gorilla Gorilla. or being a cheetah or being a rhino just being like a guy they seem less effective i don't know man yeah
1: it's like if the dinobots transformed into like people
0: Yeah, I always... I assumed the Maximals didn't because the Dinobots really don't. I don't know. But, regardless... Um... Back to the question that I was going to ask you. Like, 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Because I just got on the tangent talking about this movie. It's okay. (laughs) Um... What do you think they're going to go for? We've talked about the big continuity differences. Um... Do you think that they're gonna go the route of being like this is just a reboot? We've decided that it's a reboot, or do you think they're gonna do some parallel dimension bullshit?
1: Hope not, God. I just hope they say it's a reboot. Okay. Just, what, what do you have to lose at this point?
0: I think they should call it a reboot and just keep making these movies as is. I'm afraid they're gonna be like, oh my god! There's a parallel dimension like these Transformers and like Anthony Ramos, and I forget who played the main character in Bumblebee, but like they're all gonna meet up with Sam Witwicky and Mark Wahlberg,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which there's a Mark Wahlberg reference in this. Yeah, they say Marky Mark is leaving the Funky Bunch to focus on acting. <laughs> I thought that was funny so Mark Wahlberg exists in this universe I hate as that. as Mark Wahlberg <laughs> so that's another weird timeline I issue okay. um <laughs> I I think I agree with you I think it should just be a reboot but now that we've gone through all of it I do think that there is a decent chance that they're gonna try to do, like, some parallel dimension stuff. Especially with how popular that's been lately.
1: Yeah. Probably. I hope not. Which is
0: upsetting to know. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, no, it's, uh... This episode's been messy so far. But there's been a lot of... The timeline is messy. Are you ready for the last big wrinkle in the timeline of this movie? Yeah. Right before, like in the minute and a half before the credits rolled on this movie. There's a reveal that this is going to cross over with something else. What do you think that's going to be?
1: A reveal that it's going to cross over with something else. Yes. Something probably under the Hasbro title. Um, I don't think it's Fast and Furious. I'll go ahead and tell you now.
0: <laughs> I was hoping that was going to be your guess, but you're right. It's not Fast and Furious.
1: I don't think it would be
0: Barbie.
1: <laughs> That's Hasbro owned. G.I. Joe.
0: But no, I thought Mattel owned Barbie. I don't know. G.I. Uh, Joe's Bar- Hasbro. That's it. That's the one. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. <What laughs> I was
0: I was so excited. <laughs> uh there's a point at the end of the movie. It's just that is- Tatum. <laughs> so that's the thing. That's the thing. There have been G.I. Joe movies <laughs> which have been awful. I always liked G.I. Joe's more than Transformers when I was a kid. Yeah. And the G.I. Joe movies have been awful. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but I was very happy when Anthony Ramos flipped over his little business card that he gets from uh, the guy from House of Cards.
1: I don't. Which guy?
0: Kevin Spacey's like assistant.
1: Oh, the bald guy.
0: Yeah, I forget his name. His name. I don't like but um, he's in it for a minute and he's like, we could really use you on our team, Anthony Ramos, here. he And Anthony Ramos is like, I gotta think about it. And he's like, here's my card. <laughs> and he flips over the... He looks at the card and the, the the bald guy, the forget his name, goes into an elevator and he sees all this cool stuff and then he flips the card over and it says, G.I. Joe... And the credits roll. And I was like, oh my god. This is pretty cool. Uh,
1: so they're just going to have Transformers in the same universe as G.I. Joe movies? It's...
0: I don't think they're going to be in the same universe. I think they're going to directly cross over and interact with each other. Um, <laughs> which means that they are probably going to can the Snake Eyes reboot that they tried to do. And they're just going to... I think... This is the biggest sign to them just rebooting everything.
1: Yeah.
0: And moving forward from here. I hope so. <laughs> I... I, th- I hope this means that they make good G.I. Joe movies now. Um, or at least like three-star movies that I have a lot of fun with. Because that's what this movie was. It's a three-star movie, but I had fun. Um, nice. But yeah, so... <laughs>
1: GI Joe.
0: That's just I
1: didn't have a that wild card.
0: I I saw this movie with my dad, who grew up in the eighties and watched these shows in real time. Um mm-hmm. because, you know, at the time they didn't have advertising laws really in the US. It was the Wild West. Right. So you could just make 30 minute TV shows that were ads for toys. Mm-hmm. So they did that. Transformers and GI Joe both had an animated TV show at the same time. They used the same voice actors. They, you know, they crossed over in comic books. I think they crossed over in the cartoon some. So you know, they were very closely meshed. And mm-hmm. he always preferred GI Joe as well, um, which is probably why I did because he was like more willing to show me that old stuff when I when I when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, they, he was shocked and excited by this as well, so that was a fun moment. Uh, I know you don't listen to the podcast anymore, Dad, but that was cool for us to both, like, shit our pants whenever they flipped the card over and G.I. Joe was on it. (laughs) I
1: hate it. I don't hate that. just crazy. I
0: would have thought People have been talking for years that are like, Transformers needs to cross over with Fast and Furious. Transformers <laughs> needs to cross over with Jurassic Park. This is the easiest crossover they could have done and also the best one. <laughs> and I'm glad it's happening. <laughs> sure. That's fine. I mean, yeah. I'd,
1: I'd rather it be this than Fast and Furious because then I would expect, I don't think I'd like that at all. Think i, I don't
0: die. <laughs> i don't think it makes sense no this makes sense but crossing over with fast and furious and even like jurassic park those things don't make sense but this makes a lot of sense and i'm really excited for it and th- that's why i think that they should just stop calling these prequels call them what they are reboots and um just let them let them go let them, let them, go. them move forward let them cook. I just want to see all the boys: Duke, Shipwreck, Flint, the guy that dresses up like a snake, Cobra Commander, Destro, Baroness, Scarlet, Roadblock. I want to see movies where all of these characters are like fleshed out, <laughs> and not just random background characters for Channing Tatum and then The Rock.
1: Sharing Tatum dying within the first ten minutes of
0: the movie. Oh my god, that's so frustrating. I remember watching that that and
1: I was like, what the heck?
0: I noticed that he was in like at one point he and The Rock are playing Call of Duty together in the trailer, and I was like, that's the only time they show Duke in the trailer.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I was like, he must not be in this movie. And then he wasn't, and I was disappointed. Talk. Because Channing Tatum does alright in that first one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The movie's bad, but he does fine.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, this uh since only one of us saw the Transformers movie, we decided to uh to not do that wasn't a slight at you. That was I knew that no, you were fine. busy and couldn't see it. I didn't it's want you to think I didn't want you or the listeners to think I was being like oh since only one of us No uh things come up i get it
1: it was probably your favorite one so you had a decent time and you just didn't come in so angry about it and you feel like you couldn't say anything
0: (laughs) no yeah i i had a lot of fun with this movie i'm glad i saw it Uh, my dad was in town we were doing uh some stuff together and he wanted to go bowling but he hurt his finger and couldn't so i was like let's go see a movie and i was like you like transformers right let's go see that movie out of convenience and it was really good we both had a good time
1: yeah
0: and that was like since transformers came out we'll talk about how messed up this timeline is and how they can make it better by just rebooting it or not even rebooting it just making sequels to bumblebee which should just be openly called a reboot now
1: yeah i agree
0: also watching this movie Bumblebee's not the main transformer, any, transformer anymore. It's Pete Davidson as Mirage.
1: Yeah, how was Pete Davidson? He's fun. it's not bad. Does it sound like in, like every does Mirage speak in the trailer? Because it didn't. Like if he did, I don't. I didn't even recognize it.
0: It's it's not that it's not like that, grading. Like it's not clearly Pete Davidson just doing Pete Davidson things like. <laughs> It's clearly his voice, because he has a pretty distinctive voice, but Mm -hmm. it's not grating at all. Yeah. But this makes me wholeheartedly believe that this is what Bumblebee should have been. As, I know you're not going to know what I'm talking about, really, but he talks, he has a personality, he... You know, gets a lot... Like, he has a human best friend in Anthony Ramos's character. Um, and... At the end of the first one, when they fixed Bumblebee's voice box, it should have stayed fixed. So that way he could yeah. have, like, a legitimate personality and stuff. I agree. That's what... Yeah, this is what that character should have been. They need to just fix his voice box in the reboots now because... He still talks with a radio, and it's annoying. Yeah. And it's why Bumblebee will never be a compelling Transformers character. Which during the Michael Bay movies, none of them were, so it was fine. But now that the other Transformers are kind of compelling, they should give him a voice. Please. Because it's not like... It was an interesting choice in the first one, but then they fixed it and it should have stayed fixed.
1: Yeah.
0: But, who's to say? Anyway, I hope you enjoyed us trying to unravel this mystery. (laughs) And uh, talk about how they just need to call call it what it is and say it's a reboot. That way they open themselves up to bring in a lot of the more popular characters that it feels like they're steering away from. Ironhide, Ratchet. Um, I love to see Jazz come back. He was my favorite at the time.
1: Yeah, until like that. Ripped in half. You want a piece of me? No, I want two. Ripped in half.
0: (laughs) That scarred me as a child.
1: That was crazy.
0: I was like... Damn, and then at the end you see them dropping all the Decepticons into the into the lake or the bay or whatever, and then yeah. you just see them dropping the two halves of Jazz in there with it. Yep. Which, uh. why would they drop them in the bottom of the? That's beside the point. Um, yeah, and that way you also get to use some of these villains. Like, there's already so many big differences. You've already used Unicron in a way that you shouldn't have been able to. Optimus Prime is already there much earlier than he was supposed to be but you're not using Megatron Starscream um I forget the name of the guy the Decepticon that had the little like tape deck that he would shoot things out of he turned into a boombox sound wave or whatever like there's a lot of guys you're not using because Decepticons and Autobots alike that if you just Keep it moving forward. You can make another standalone Transformers movie that brings some of the more popular characters and the Decepticons in. Make a GI Joe movie and then make the crossover, mm-hmm. or like make a GI Joe movie next, then the Transformers movie I just described, another GI Joe movie, then make the crossover, and it'll be a fun time. Or just make the next movie the crossover. I really don't care. I just want to see. I just want to see it happen.
1: He wants Joe already. I do. I want good (laughs) G.I. Joe (laughs) movies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Give me what I want, Hasbro. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, it was... It's been fun unwrapping the convoluted Transformers storyline. We hope that it wasn't as confusing as... it could be.
1: (laughs) As it is.
0: (laughs) As it is, yeah. We hope that we laid it out there and... Pled our case as to why this should just be a reboot. But yeah. anyway, is there anything else you'd like to say? I don't
1: think so. Okay. I thought I, I had something a few minutes ago I thought of, but then I forgot. Oh
0: okay. good. So it is what
1: it is. <laughs> That's oh. fine. Yeah, we're good. No, what it's is different? it? It's fine. What I, is like it? the, the it's just like something we missed in news, like the winning time season two trailer dropped?
0: Oh, it did? I haven't seen that. I, I need said, to watch uh, that.
1: It must have been Brian that sent it in our group chat then.
0: Oh, did I? I must have just or missed Was that it. it I didn't send it because I didn't see it. I I, oh, yeah. I I did not know that came out. I'm going to go watch that now. I'm very excited for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Anyways. But, yeah, that's all we've got for today. <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: That's all we've got conversation at the end
0: (laughs) yeah that's fine um that's all we've got for today uh as always feel free to leave a like rating or review preferably five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on um tell a friend about the show tell your biggest transformers slash gi joe fan in your life tell your dad he probably watched these shows um (laughs) when he was a kid um and As we say at the end of every episode, Miscreants, roll out. This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You
1: can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at MiscreantRecordsPod at gmail.com.